Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, this is Ed. Let's go right to episode 167, titled, Amos Prophesies Against Israel. You can find these events in the prophet Amos chapters 1 through 9. Jonah's obedience was reluctant, but it was effective. The Gentile nation of Assyria repented and began to worship the God of Israel, at least for a while. Unfortunately, while Assyria was turning toward God, the kingdom of Israel was turning away from him. They grew more and more distant from the God who loved them and wanted to take care of them. Israel's king was Jeroboam II, the son of Jehoash, and he was a very strong leader. He expanded Israel's borders and focused on strengthening his nation defensively and economically. But sadly, he did nothing to strengthen them spiritually. Instead, he led the nation even farther away from God into idol worship. Their worship of false gods caused them to focus on themselves and ignore others. In the process of increasing their own wealth and status, they treated others unjustly. So God sent a country farmer named Amos with a message of judgment. The book Amos wrote is a collection of prophetic sermons and poems and visions that God gave him. It starts by pronouncing God's judgment on Israel's neighbors for the evil things they were doing. Then, after defending his anger toward these other nations, God turns to Israel and declares this, You are even worse than they are. You know me, the one true God, yet you worship other gods in disgusting ways. You are leading other nations away from me instead of attracting them to me. And the religious festivals you dedicate to me are phony. You aren't really worshiping me. You are just showing off. The Israelites' disregard for God affected their behavior toward others. The way they treated the poor upset God very much. And through Amos, he declared it. Because you do not take the time to really know me, you don't care about the things that I care about. You act like you are better than other people. And at the same time, you treat the poor as if they are worthless. You increase their taxes so much that they have to borrow money from you to pay them. Then when they owe you money, you turn them into slaves and refuse to let them earn their freedom. You get richer by making the poor suffer. I am sick of your fake righteousness and your terrible injustice. So I am sending another nation to destroy you. Just look at those amazing stone mansions that you have just built and those lush vineyards you have just planted. You will never get to live in your mansions or drink wine from your vines. Amos then reminded the people that God had already sent prophets to warn them that they would be destroyed if they did not repent. He had sent droughts and famines and locusts to get their attention. He had even allowed weaker enemies to defeat them, but they refused to turn back to him. Now their destruction was inevitable. The ten tribes that made up the kingdom of Israel would soon be scattered all over the world. Amos was right. Forty years later, Assyria swept in and utterly destroyed Israel. Any captives they spared were dispersed across the Assyrian Empire. But despite its message of judgment and doom, Amos's prophecy offered hope. God promised that one day he would bring the people back to their land. They would rebuild their cities and live in them. They would be able to plant vineyards and drink the wine from them. Yes, God promised, one day I will bring you back to your land, and you will never have to leave again. Think about it. True worship of God always involves caring for others, especially those with needs. The Israelites did not get this. Do you? 
Do you actively help the poor? When you do, does it come from your heart or just from your wallet? 1 John 3 verse 18 says this, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Now go and have a great day. <music>